Hi, everyone, and welcome to Procure Pulse, the third-party services podcast that provides you with current trends, best practices, and the latest supply chain news to help you stay informed. I am your host, Mickey Meehan. I invite you to email us with questions or topics that you wish to hear covered at info at conductive.com or connect with us on LinkedIn by following Conductive or on Twitter at Conductive Inc. Thanks so much for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Procure Pulse. Today, Jeff Ashkenazi, Group Vice President at Premier and Nexera, joins us to discuss the future of value-driven healthcare, innovative solutions for long-term success, and how supply chain can help affect uh, that value-based care. Uh, Jeff, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Can you can you introduce yourself for the audience and and give us some background on your experiences in healthcare? I know they're they're vast. Sure, and I'll start with what I'm currently doing today at Premier and Nexera. And what I do is oversee our Nexera end-to-end supply chain practice. And really, what that means is we provide resources to help hospitals operate their supply chain. So embedding resources within the organizations to help them manage the day-to-day operations. We also provide resources to help organizations evaluate their supply chain operations today and move them towards best practice. We have a group of diverse individuals on the team from consultants to value analysis experts, physicians, RNs, uh, and hospital operators. We've been with Premier now about three years. Um, Prior to that, we were owned by the Greater New York Hospital Association, and my role there was overseeing the NextEra Consulting Practice and the regional group purchasing organization. At that time, we were Premier's largest member. And prior to that, I held various roles within hospitals in New York in finance, budget, uh, MMIS management, cost management, uh, and cost accounting. So, you know, your your group and, and your position puts you in a kind of a unique, unique place to be able to see a lot of different health systems, how they operate, um, you know, create processes to improve them. I think, you know, one of the biggest questions that we get is how can innovative solutions in supply chain management contribute to value-driven healthcare? How does supply chain be- become a part of it uh, versus kind of being, you know, sitting on the outside? Yeah, no, that's a, a great question. And I think the first thing is that it's our philosophy or our belief that supply chain could really be a strategic asset for an organization. So just like a lot of organizations these days are talking about being high reliable organizations, in order to be a highly reliable organization, you need a highly reliable supply chain. And so you really need to make sure that um, the foundation within your supply chain is operating well. And so, you know, the question was about innovative solutions, but in order to really be able to drive innovative solutions, you need to be able to do the blocking and tackling well on a day-to-day basis. And that's where we're providing a lot of help these days. And what we're seeing organizations, especially coming out of COVID, evaluating their operations and really um, making sure that they have the foundations to provide the right information about their products, the quality of their products, the cost of their products to support the value-driven healthcare uh, initiatives that the organizations have. You know, I, I that's that's a good point, and and kind of going along with that, we all know, you know, what hospitals are are facing today from from a margin pressure perspective, and and so you're balancing this need to, you know, have high quality care for your patients, 
but you also, you know, need to watch your costs. And, and so supply chain obviously should be doing a lot of that for you on the non-labor side. You know, have, have you seen automation um, contribute to efficiency and, and help from a supply chain management standpoint? Yeah, we definitely have. And in a lot of cases, it's not about going out and buying more technology than you have today. It's really about maximizing the the technology that you that you have today. And so just really evaluating um, your current MMIS systems, where the bottlenecks are, like match exceptions is a great example of really looking at your technology, the processes associated with your technology to help find um, you know, efficiencies and reduce workload. We also have started to talk to our members and we've started to roll out more of the use of robotic process automation to really look at the repetitive steps in healthcare and see if there are ways that we could leverage pro robotic process automation to reduce the amount of time just those day-to-day -day tasks make. And that really makes a difference these days where we're having um, staffing shortages. We've started in the price activation process so leveraging RPA, so instead of everyone going in and all these keystrokes, is there a way that we could um, automate that? And we have done that and we're starting to roll that out. Other places that we're looking about using RPA are in match exceptions, um, par reviews and par location analyses and things along those lines that could really make it easier to do the work that you're doing today or allow you to do work that helps you become more efficient that maybe you're not able to do today. And would you say that uh, health systems have been relatively receptive to uh, that type of robotic process automation in those areas? A hundred percent. I think hospitals have really, part of it is the timing coming out of COVID where they've just really focused on and focused on supply chain operations in a way that they never have before, really are looking, really understand in a much different way, the value of supply chain and how valuable a a smooth operating supply chain can be. And so really, really people are focusing on how are we leveraging the technology? Do I have the right technology? And again, robotic process automation, you know, we're not moving fast enough and getting it out there to our members with the staffing challenges that people are having today. Um, to take it kind of a, a different direction, you know, what are some ways that healthcare providers can collaborate with supply chain experts, you know, a group like yours, yours, Nexera, um, you know, to really drive an efficient, drive innovation and efficiency in healthcare delivery? I think it really stems with creating a partnership between supply chain and the end users. Um, you know, there are things that the end users are subject matter experts in and experts in, and then there are things that supply chain are experts in, like negotiating contracts, benchmarking, uh, data analytics, and really pulling together all the information that you need to um, uh, to make the right decision from a cost, quality, and outcomes perspective from a hospital. And so it's really recognizing that when the supply chain folks are asking you these questions or offering their help, it's not meant to be a barrier. It's more of a, they're more focused on providing the right information and all the information. And if you've developed the right structure within an organization for the collaboration between supply chain and the end users, it really becomes more efficient and the opposite of a bottleneck. It smooths the process. Just like, you know, you talk about, we talk a lot about standardization within an organization as a means to drive cost reduction. But standardization and process also means the processes are more efficient 
everyone knows roles and things happen fast enough. So really developing those processes that work for everyone and collaborating in the right structure really um, lead to great collaboration and ultimately providing the clinicians with the, the products that they need when they need them. And that's ultimately what it's all about. Um, you know, when, when things are moving so fast right now from a technological standpoint, you know, it seems like, you know, we got chat GPT coming out and mm -hmm. making its way into healthcare. There's, there's something new every single day. What's your advice for, for healthcare executives, you know, probably specifically those in supply chain to stay up to date on the latest trends and innovation and, and how that can, uh, help drive value-based healthcare from a supply chain standpoint? Yeah, I think, uh, First of all, there's so much emerging technology and there's so much benefit that could be held from the technology. I think just keeping up to date with it and um, understanding what's out there and all the options are available to you could, could almost be a full time job. And so you have to rely on it and you have to make time to. To, to do that kind of work. And in addition to that, you need really need to focus on maximizing and implementing the technology that you have today and any new technology that you're going to get and and not shortchange yourselves in those processes because a lot of people we've seen bring in new technology new um things that could improve their processes or help them on a day-to-day -day basis but they just haven't spent the time to implement it and they haven't evaluated their business processes and so in addition to bringing in the technology evaluating your business processes uh, at the time you're implementing the new technology is really, really important because in order to get the value that that's available through all these technologies. Yeah, and I think, you know, one other thing I would add is just not making those technology decisions in a silo either, yeah. because, you know, if one group makes the decision to purchase and the other one doesn't want to use it, I think that's where some of the friction comes in and in, in getting those things implemented and fully rolled out to actually realize whatever improvement you're supposed to get from from that technology. Yeah, agreed 100%. I think I think lastly is just, you know, where can listeners go to learn more about about what you and, and the Nextera group uh, inside Premier does? Well, I would definitely direct folks to our Nextera website. We have a couple of case studies on there, um, and that's something that definitely could take people could take advantage of. We will be speaking at Breakthroughs, talking a little bit about our RPA technology and the value that it's providing. We will be in the Premier Village, and so we're happy to speak to people. The other thing that I would want to just make people aware of, and you could speak to your uh, your RDs or your RVPs about this, is we've started something called Next Era Office Hours, where um, if folks have a question about an operational issue that they're having within their organization, maybe just want to run something by you know um, a group of experts or things like that. As you said at the beginning. We're in a lot of hospitals throughout the country, and we see a lot of things that people are working on. And so we're happy to make ourselves available and just informally answer any questions that you have on on maybe what's going on on a day to day basis. So those are definitely places where people could go to learn a little bit more about us and and really spend some more time with us. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today, Jeff. Uh, I really appreciate the insights and the opportunity to, to chat with you, and I'm sure our listeners did as well. Have a great day. Thank you.